episode 205 above ground podcast what is the peer perspective disclaimer the hosts of this podcast will foley and tpp are not medical professionals and this is not medical advice both Will and TPP have firsthand experience with mental illness. They have their own perspective and own thoughts on mental health challenges. These conversations aim to break down the walls while building stronger foundations for positive mental health. Above Ground Podcast was birthed to help those who struggle with their mental health through honest dialogue. By speaking openly and sharing tools, they foster connection. By fostering connection, they convey hope. With connection and hope, we can continue to increase awareness. This is Above Ground Podcast. Coming at you live with real conversations about mental health from the perspective, it's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now your hosts, TPP and Will Foley. Hey, what is up everyone? Welcome to Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. No, you cannot. What up, TPP? What's going on, buddy? What's up? Will not, Foley in the house. Not really the temperature these days, man. You know, nah. I was thinking it's almost May and we would be, you know, we get 180 degree day and is that summer? Did summer happen already? Yeah, it is um, Mental Health Awareness Month after all. It is Mental Health Awareness Month and Mental Health Awareness Month is a big month for a lot of people. It's not as big a month for us because Mental Health Awareness Month is every month for us. It's every day. It's every day. It's 365, 24-7. That's very true. And when yeah. we do it, we come at it from the peer perspective. Hey, Timmy, what's the peer perspective? Oh, you asked what the peer perspective was? I'd like to know. Will, would you like to tell him what the peer perspective is? The peer perspective is the view as a peer. What is a peer? A peer is someone who shares the same identity, uh, things that you share. It's your friends, it's your neighbors, it's your your clergy, it's your teachers, it's your professionals, okay? The peer perspective is our views of mental health. Now, we're not doctors, okay? I am a certified peer through New York State. So I come at this from the peer. I have gone through a bunch of college-level courses to to get my knowledge, and I am a certified peer specialist. And that just means that, for me, I look at every individual just like myself they're not they're not patients they're not anything but just like me and they live with the same types of things that i live with they just have a different journey than i do slightly different here and there right they might come from different places but they're the same there's no hierarchy no hierarchy there's no hierarchy in peers and that and that is a that is a point of contention with professionals versus non-professionals right and i will say that because that has come up in things but that's why we're not the prospective. That's right. Because, you know, yeah, I get paid, but... Yeah, and I think we come at it from from our own experiences, from our own um, perspectives, um, from our own situations, and from our own, uh, I guess, experiences through the journey of either healing and dealing with mental health challenges. Absolutely. You know, so I, I you know... Like Will said, he's done a lot of courses and stuff, and I've I've took some stuff online. I've um, I've had my fair share of audio books, and um, you know, just the general research and of of listening to podcasts, other podcasts, and 
um, TED Talks, that sort of thing. And, and um, sometimes I gain stuff from um, really obscure places, too. And um, I took some of that knowledge that I gained and, and perspective that I've gained on it and put it into a book. What's the name of that book, Tim? Never Underestimate the Power of You. It's a good book, by the way. I've actually read it twice, cover to cover. I Thank enjoyed you, it. Sir. Of course I enjoyed it. It's a great book. And it's a great book from the peer view. Yeah. And I, I want to kind of cover this really quick because the idea of, of peers helping peers is all about recovery. Okay. And recovery as we know is not linear. There's no there's no anything to it. Okay. Even if you follow the twelve steps, you don't necessarily have to follow the 12 steps in order. I know that they add, they'd like you to, but it, things are not necessarily have to be linear. But there are some guidelines and in, in things that, you know, even us as individuals just dealing with other individuals, there's certain things that you got to watch out for and certain things that you have to realize about what peer support is and what it isn't. So I'm just going to run down the 12 uh, principles of what peer support is and what it and this is and this is from the substance abuse and mental health uh, this is from SAMHSA uh, one is peer support is voluntary two peer supporters are helpful three peer supports are open-minded peer supporters are empathetic five peer supporters are respectful peer supporters facilitate change peer supporters are honest and direct peer support is mutual and reciprocal Peer support is equally shared power. It is strengths focused. It is transparent. But the most important thing about peer support is that it is person driven and person centered. And if you've heard the word, if you've heard the phrase person centered, it comes from Carl Rogers and person person centered therapy, which is kind of where a lot of this hope and stuff has come from over the years. They got away from a lot of the old um, uh, psychiatry ideas and, and started to realize that people can change, but people will only change when they're ready to change. You just you can present them the information, but they have to be ready and willing to do it themselves. Correct. Yeah, and I think I think... I could be wrong, but this is just my own personal opinion. I think some people are more willing to be open with a peer. They f feel more comfortable. And I think, you know, one of those things on the list was being transparent. So if I'm, you know, having a conversation with somebody and they're talking and I say, look, you know, a lot of these things are relatable and, and, and throw them some nuggets about my past they might be more apt to open up. They might be more comfortable. They might think that I may have something to offer if I've been through a similar situation, you know, from my past experience. So, and not to say that that list, um, not to say that there's professionals out there who are not empathetic and, and all that stuff, because there are. Uh, there's a lot of professionals out there that are, that are trying to practice the person-centered and we've had a lot on the show that are just fantastic you know dr mark michelle marks one of them was um you know very down to earth and um you know i think very helpful as well 
I think, and the reason why I wanted to call this is a because we're coming into our fourth year, and you know, I, I actually had somebody recently ask me about one of our our sayings about staying staying um, about being above ground and not being able to serve below. So, I kind of wanted to look at it. And say, hey, you know, this is kind of what we're doing. This is why we are who we, this is who we are. This is why we do what we do. And I think it sums up basically what we've been doing for the last four years. Because we've been doing this for four years. And we've gotten quite, um, quite the catalog of stuff. And I think a lot of people, and I think you and I can talk to this a, a, a lot because we've experienced this together for the last few True. years is doing groups. And I think a lot of people, when they think of peer support, they only think of peer groups and you, I mean, obviously Jordan, yeah. Jordan came to the peer group that Tim started, started and came to our, the peer group that we kept running and he's been around. So did you, as someone just first coming to a group the first time, did you, what were you thinking of peer support and what did you know of it and what did you think of it or what did you think it was? I, I didn't really have any expectations other than it would be a, a suitable platform to be heard and to hear others. And, and honestly, that's what I got from it initially. But if you look at it a, a bit closer, what it is, it's a, it's a, it's a caring group of mental health allies who you would have the ability to be as honest as you feel comfortable being and also to be well received. And and that's what I had the opportunity opportunity to do initially. It was like, oh, this is this is a place to be heard and to be honest. And because these peers of mine understand what I'm going through, because they themselves are going through it, um, there's nothing that I can't say. And I think that's for me been the 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 number one principle of 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 having the perspective is understanding, like, hey, I understand you, and you understand me, and, and for me, that that's the perspective at its core. I love it. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. I was, uh, yeah, I'm glad that you asked him that because I was going to kind of um, get his feedback, you know, sort of you, the, the having about the podcast being, you know, we can say. Right. Well, you know, Will so, and I can both say we come at it from the perspective, and this is what we're trying to accomplish, and this is, you know, but maybe to get a uh, someone who listens to get there because we don't really get opinions from listeners. <laughs> You're right. What would you do with the opinions? I mean, I think you guys established something pretty great here, so just try not it's to just, have the just, outside noise influence you too yeah, much. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I think it's for me. It would be more of um, I don't know the word I want to use. Just something to look at and go. Yeah, you know. Well, it's acknowledgement. You guys want to play to a crowd. It's, it's definitely some acknowledgement, but I think also, like, if it's, you know, if it's like, hey, it's cool, but, like, maybe if you guys, you know, concentrated more on this or did this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm open to, like, you know, doing better. Yeah. You know? I'm still, even after four years, I still get a little weird on the mic, you know, get in front of a mic, and I'm like, uh, 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 well... You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why now I listen back. I never used to listen to the episodes, but I listen back now and I'm like, all right, I should probably not. I should probably figure out what I want to say before I say it kind of thing. Yeah, but you're human and I think your, I your listeners forgive you. I, I, honestly, it's more me. It's more of yeah, me. The, the, the episodes that I've. Yeah, I, but I think the same way of me. So it's. It's you thinking that about you and me thinking that way about me. And everyone's too, thinking about and themselves. Everybody's thinking about everybody. Yeah. The same right. Way and no themselves. one. No one gives a shit. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I felt in the past the episodes I've identified with 
um, have been the ones where your personalities have really shown through, the where you felt most comfortable and where you kind of got lost in the moment, so to speak. You kind of lost the uh, awareness of yourself and just spoke and just just said what came to mind without any sort of judgment on yourself those are always the best episodes yeah, i can and, see that and that's how like the, the best like groups have gone it's yeah. like where it's just so fluid and natural that it's it becomes a a song more more than a conversation everyone knows their place in the song yeah no yeah. that's a good idea yeah um yeah that's a great idea um yeah, because speaking of which, because uh, Tim and I have started doing new groups uh, monthly. We're doing a monthly mental health meetup at the Sages Circle in Glenville, and our next one is it's on 21st, is on yes. May twenty first, one o'clock at one o'clock. And I, I got to tell you, I've I've been there for for more than one of these, and it's a great space. The the space is inviting. It's uh, calming, and the people that I've met there are some exceptional people yeah, yeah. i agree it's, yeah they're great jamie's yeah. doing a, um, a really great job with the place and everybody that works there and contributes to it you know karen and they all um they all help out and i think it's it's uh i guess it's inspiring to see because it's like you know p maybe some people do come together and care you know what i mean they so do. it makes you go wow yeah, yeah. i guess creates some hope it is and I, you know it and it's funny because this has come up, and and this came, in one of our last episodes we were talking about relationships, and I, I something when you ask for something, sometimes you'll actually get it. Mm. It's it's getting over the fear of asking. So I think a lot of times there's that fear. There's that fear of <laughs> that fear of asking. So you, we don't ask. You know what I mean? We don't ask. We just kind of carry on ourselves and say, ah, we'll just do it ourselves because I don't want to ask anybody because they'll just say no. It's that fear. That fear again. Fear is a heavy burden, man. We all carry that fear, whether it's with relationships or uh, success or failure or whatever it is. It's Fear is real, you know. And um, So do you think, like, with that, maybe, like, letting go and just and, and saying to yourself that, whatever the answer is is going to be the answer and and i have to accept that and accept what is and just kind of go with it and say whatever i'll just kind of go with the flow like throw the tube in the in the in the creek and just kind of ride it down <laughs> yeah you could practice radical acceptance you could or you could ask yourself what is it that i want well you you want you know your your wish to come true you want like you want supreme and total control over the outcome of your life thus forward like going forward do you want your dreams to come true is is that what you really want or is a dream come true of responsibility for you well i was I, yeah i was gonna say do we really want i think they're all the gonna be a responsibility that... i mean we have to even if it's a positive dream a goal you still have to be accountable for what because you could view it as a, a positive goal, but as we all know, like anything that spurs off of that yeah. could, you know, could have negative effects that we may not even see, right? Or that 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 we made that that may happen to us from that, even though it's a right. positive thing that we thought we wanted. You know, to, to gain something, you have to lose something. That's just right. how the world works. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a that's a law, give and take. 
Yeah. Yep. So There's you have a... to decide which. But again, if you don't know, you, I think you just have to jump in and do it, and then maybe next time around use that. Yeah. Gain some insight on it and say, you know, which pain am I willing to deal with, and which pain am I willing to accept? I guess, and, and you know. Yeah, it's it's like everyone wants to be a millionaire with a Ferrari and a private jet, but. I don't want do a Ferrari. Know, do you, know, or do you know how much work that is? I don't want a Ferrari or a jet, to be honest with well, you. No, I, I want a bus. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Dude, I, 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 if I had that kind of money, dude, I'd, I'd buy the bus, create create the whole thing, and I wouldn't I wouldn't give a shit about vacations or anything. Well, everybody, you know I would do, do uh, my thing. I man. would go on some vacations, but I'd probably, unfortunately, I'd spend a large money, large chunk of it on a like. I'd find like the best therapist in the world, <laughs> and I would just be like, "I'll pay you so much money if you just like walk with me, follow me throughout my day, like just live with me for like a week." Just be my be my life coach for a yeah week. <laughs> for a week, just because like I forget like if I'm in front of you, I'll be like, uh, and, like they can pick up things. Like I'm paying you, I'll pay you any amount of money. Just be like, hey, you know, you did this on Monday. Yeah. Maybe this is this, and this is what you know what I mean. Do you remember that uh, documentary? I knew you were going to say that. That yes. Metallica made. I originally some kind of yeah, monster. Some kind of monster. When it came yes. out, I was like, "What? What are they doing?" Now I'm like, "That was probably the smartest thing Forty thousand dollars well, a week. I, so I meant to mention this in our episode about relationships because this actually came up while we were doing, <laughs> while we were working with our mediator, and it's it's interesting because that couples who are getting married should actually go through the divorce process before they get married just to see like, what the process is what you think. Or? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. This no. is what I think. Like you should go through the mediation process and have a mediator sit down and say, this is what you're going to have to do. If you decide to stay together and decide to break up, this is what you're going to have to do. And these are all the things you're going to have to decide. So is it worth, yeah. because, I, but I think you're create. I don't know if that's going to create more problems than it's worth. I understand what you're saying, but it's like I think you can't. That's I guess you can't control the. Out, that's what I'm saying. Like, or you that's can't what control I, the outcome. Right. That's I what I would. That's what I'm trying to do. Like, hey, like, but you can't. You just have to let it go. Some people you have to watch, and they, uh, you know, they're they have substance abuse issues. And you reach out, and they don't care, and you do so many things for them, and they still do the what they need to do. You just have to go, okay. Like, you have to just step back and go, I, it's not going to work. Like you said, right on one of the things, like, it has to be reciprocated. Right, it has like to be reciprocal. In order for me to help you, you have to help yourself. Right, because it doesn't work otherwise. It's not going to work. You have because to I can't to do, do your push-ups. No. That's the thing. That's what I tell everybody. You can I can't do go, your yeah, push-ups. I'm, I'm cheering you on. Right. I can support you. you can't I can't do your push-ups, push though. Yeah, I can't lift that weight for you. No. It's your weight to lift. So it's part yeah. It's part of, like, letting it and just going, look at, like... And a lot of people, for a lot of people, that's that's a really heavy weight. What? To do the to work? To just doing, just doing sure normal things. Sure it is. But I think, again, if you start to do it... You know, you get that sense of, wow, I, I did it. You know, I may not be able to do it every day. You got to throw that self-compassion in there. I may not be able to do this tomorrow, but I did do it. So let me just celebrate that for a second and go, I can do it, okay? That doesn't mean I'm going to be able to do it for a week at a time, but I can do it. So let me gain some resilience from that, some insight, move forward, and, and just work, try again. That's it. 
Try again. And we could all use a bit of encouragement from time to time. And that's why it's good to have a peer group set up with individuals that you, you know, you're working on trusting and, and p- perhaps trust you and are willing sure. to stand in your corner and, and help you, you know, right your ship through those troubled waters. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, for that reason, I love, I love the groups when we have, um, not just because we get more people, but a different, like you have a variety and maybe someone that has never come before and they, and they, have a new insight on something yeah. and like a perspective and something that you never thought. And that's of. So, so important. Right. Yeah. It's like sharing tools. I'm like, all right, great. That's going on my bat belt right there. Yeah. <laughs> great. Thank you for that. Because it's like, let's face it, like money can't really buy that shit. So I'm surprised at <laughs> no, your answer. Money, money can't buy that at all. Unless, unless you got enough money to buy a therapist to follow you around. That's exactly. That. <laughs> I'm surprised at your answer because what if you spend $40,000 a week at, on the best shrink on planet earth? And, then, and would that help you though? Because here's the thing, Tim could do that, but if sure. Tim's not willing to do the stuff, yeah. oh, I'm willing. Th- <laughs> well, uh, you're willing, but I'm just saying anybody who anybody could say that they're they'd buy it, but yeah. no, I that's get just because, you're right. Just because, because again, like we've talked about it, and John Joseph said this when we interviewed him recently that mil- people got a million books on their shelves, they read it once, do nothing with it, or right. you or you take it. You take the wisdom, you integrate it, and it becomes right. you. And I think and that's like how Jordan said that he, and I'm not trying to push the book or anything, but like I wrote a book and Jordan read it twice. I think for me, that's what that kind of book is like. It's there, like, yeah, you read it and put it on your shelf, but you also go back to it and like relearn some of this stuff and until you can integrate it. In, I always, I hate this word. Integrate. Integrate, integrate it. God, I can't say Tim, it. there's a lot of billionaires and trillionaires out there that own cars and planes and ships. And you know what? Not many of them know how to fly those planes or pilot those ships. Probably. And if it's, you know, if it's your call to spend that money that you've inherited in your imagination on the best therapist in the world, are you going to know how to receive that help? Or maybe it's better off that you've Talk to someone. So. Talk to someone who's. And if I can't, I'm paying good money for her to tell me why I'm not receiving it. You assumed it's gender. Pacha, 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 pacha. The fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> not sure. You turned into Yosemite Sam. I don't know. It's just something that came up. I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm just finding myself like caught in in many hurdles lately, and I'm just like, you know, you get over one, and you got fucking four more in front, of you and you're just yeah, like. I know that's how it goes. What have you learned? Like that's it. It sucks, but that's again. I, I you know it's change the change of mindset. Remember we talk we've talked about that a lot, and I I know I've mentioned my birthday, how happy New Year thing, right? So it's about changing how we perceive things. The thing is, is that without the hurdles, life really wouldn't. Like, no, I know. I, I've realized that now. Like I'm 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 finally in a place in myself that I've never been in and it's very unnerving but I'm like actually comfortable with who I'm becoming finally like really truly and it's I'm kind of looking I kind of I've I've been trying to hold on to this perspective as much as I can because if I let it go chances are I'm probably going to fucking implode yeah yeah and I can't do that I, I I just cannot afford to implode and become a wreck it's just i just can't sometimes you could you know sometimes you know because i i think i've done this in the past that's the only reason why i'm weighing in on it and just being a peer 
I've, I've, <laughs> I've run into this and I've, I've done the same thing where I've held on to something so tight. So I'm like, if I don't have this, uh, you know, constant thing and I need to hold on to it and just because that's what's going to help me. Like sometimes even letting go and, and, and saying to yourself that even if I'm not holding on to this tightly and, and being totally consistent every day, I'm still going to be okay. I'll just, you know what I mean? I'm allowed to like, you know, make a mistake or, or drop this. I can pick it back up and that progress, this mistake that I made today isn't going to erase all the progress that I made. No, you drop your flag once while you're spinning it. Doesn't doesn't shoot down the whole right. the whole song, man. You just got to pick your flag back up and keep rolling. Keep rolling as long as you're willing to convince yourself of that in the moment as it occurs. Like this is a momentary yeah, but setback. I think if you, but I think if you repeat it, though, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, instead of instead I, of repeating, yeah. like I need to hold on to this right now. No, I yeah. repeat more of hey, you know what? I do need to hold on to this, but if I need a if I'm feeling like I can't hold on to it, I know that I'm going to be okay. Right. So when the life's little hurdles come along, as these hurdles occur, say, good, a hurdle. I'm true. I'm moving forward. If I'm jumping over hurdles, that's because I'm moving forward. Another chance to use another tool. Yeah. Yeah. Moving forward with an, yeah. It's it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. So you're saying that hurdles are opportunities. Hurdles are opportunities. Change the way you look at it. Tell because yourself it's how, Because they're hurdles if you look at them as hurdles. They're springboards if you look at them as springboards. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're right, actually. That's Wayne Dyer. Yeah, yeah I mean, yes. when I change the way I, the way I look at things, <laughs> the things I look at change. Yeah. So, you know. Young Dan, Wayne Dyer. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Dyer. Uh, rest in peace, buddy. Rest in peace. Wayne Dyer. But I think it's necessary for, you know, most people out there to have a group of people that they're willing to connect with on a somewhat regular basis, whether virtually, whether in person, however you want to do it. Yeah. You have to have your 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 group of, of, of trusted mental health allies that you can sure. check in with and they can check in with you if I, need be. And I, I think that might be, for me, one of the... Uh, more helpful things with a peer is that they're a little bit more accessible. Like if you're if you're lucky enough to have like three right. or four people, right? You know what I mean. You can't like just text your doctor. You know what I mean. No, usually you can't. So it's good to have a couple of numbers, you know, in your cell phone that you know at the top of your list of people you text. Like, oh, there's that person. They respond within a few minutes. I'm going to text them. Just see what's up, and I just got, start a conversation. I got to you know? say, like like three weeks ago, yeah. We had um, yeah, David ep- and Rita McCormick. Yes, we. Oh, had I just episode, listened to that one. Yeah. And and she had like it's just it's such she a said, great what, idea. Five, like she, she has, has like, a list of five, five people. people. Yeah, yeah. So she calls them in order, but when she gets to the fifth and she still doesn't have anybody, she starts over. Keep calling. That's where that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's strength. not just going. I have the list. It's going. You know what? When I get to it and I drop it, I'm gonna fucking start. Right. Again. There, there is no exhausting uh, possibilities because I'm gonna start over. Right. Yeah. Like boom. Yeah. You just that still hits me. I'm just like that's that's what you know what I mean. That's yeah. what you need. Like yeah. that's what I need. I need that to get rid of all that doubt. Yeah. And have that strength because yeah. like I, I'd get to the fourth one, no one. Would pick up and I'd be like, "Well, then, screw it." Then you're alone, or so you thought, right? Yeah. So but you, that, you know, my, that's that's interesting that you bring this up because it was actually asked of me if I had an ISP, and I and I do not. I've never done one, and I'll tell you the truth. I think I've never put a list together 
because I'm mm. quite honestly afraid to put the list together. Will, what's an ISP? An ISP is an individual service plan. Okay. So an individual service plan is for someone who's coming through treatment, okay. and that's their treatment plan. And and when you're when you're going through sir, treatment, if you're in treatment of any kind, you have the right to look at your individual service plan anytime you ask. It is a living document. It can be updated at any time. If you have a change, whether it's a med change, whether it's a whether it's a coping skill change, when you go through with your therapist and you're asked talking about and they're asking you about how you're doing these days and what you're doing and you come up with something new, you ask them to put that in that in that service plan. And in that plan it says what happens when you're doing well in recovery, and then that plan also happens to do cover what happens if you go into crisis. Gotcha. And then it's being her like crisis proactive plan, and it's being very proactive. Yeah. You okay. know, it's 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 like if you if if you're an elderly person maybe living alone and you have you know what I mean like mm. emergency contacts or whatever. I see. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more involved. Yeah, but as far as behaviorally and stuff, like it'll give you like it'll help you keep track of like positive stuff. So you were looking into establishing one for yourself, is what you're saying. The reason I it was asked of me mm -hmm. that if I had one, mm -hmm. and I I've never done one, and I was never asked to do one from anybody that I've ever dealt with, and I it came to me as we were talking, and I think that the real honest reason why I've never put a a, a list of friends to reach out to is because <laughs> is because quite honestly, I I'm afraid of of I'm I'm afraid that the people that I may put on it might not be there. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, I don't know. I, I know of a few people right now. I mean, obviously Tim's one of them and, and stuff, but I'm, 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 I'll be honest with you, man. I feel really alone a lot of times. And I've felt that way my whole entire life, my whole life. It's never going away, which is part of the reason why I sort of, let me, let me, let me say this. Cause it keeps, Obviously, we need to talk more about fear because it just obviously fear up. just that, keeps popping up again. Well, that's that fear is telling you like not to do the list, and it's telling you that you feel alone. That fear is creating that stuff. If you think about it, it, it it's true. Because it's true. It's, it's not. But your... we've talked about. But we've talked about this before because you've mentioned this in yours, in in us talking about situations where what happens if. If you do get the feedback that, and and you can make those perceptions, you can make those connections yeah, yeah, to yeah. that feedback. How do you make that? How do you separate that? That's and and how do you and how do you find the strength to still reach out to that? Even if it's even if it's a person that you think, I think you have to set, you have to like make that list or whatever you want to call it, in, at a time where you're you're good and you're in your reasonable mind and you can logically put things together and you know that this is a benefit and you just have to kind of stick with that so that way when you get away and you're more in the emotional mind you can go on the list and if more you know more specific more detailed it is the, the better off you're going to be because then you're going to be like this is this is what i need to do and just because if you have five people and, and they don't pick up doesn't mean that they don't care it just means that they might be busy, bad time, then you try again. What if number six on your list was yourself? 
What if you were enough? What if you're the person that you needed most? Well, what if there was no list and you were the only name on it? Okay, then good, because you are enough. Go look in the mirror. There's someone looking back at you. That person matters. That person's always been there, fighting through thick and thin from young until where you are now. That person's never gone away. You're the only person who has your back. I mean, for the love of God, dude, don't call on others. Call on yourself. Well, I, think a, it's a, I, I do think it's a good thing, though, to have. especially. Absolutely. I'm not saying disregard yeah, no, the list. You need the list. You need people looking out for you always. I'm going to always maintain the fact that you need relationships in your life. But at the end of the day, before you turn out that light, there's only one person looking back at you in the mirror. It's fucking you, man. I had this experience recently under the influence of a lot of psychedelics, and I got a, a, afraid, like terrified. I didn't. I was kind of losing touch with what matters and they say never look in a mirror when you're on psychedelics i walk yeah, I, I walk by a mirror <laughs> and i looked and i couldn't even tell you how much love i felt for the person i was looking at because something familiar finally caught my eye and i knew in that very moment that i'm the person that i need now hmm. and and if i'm so f afraid and searching for someone to save me it's got to be me it's got to be me. It's always you. It's got to be me. I, you know, it's, it's, it's stupid, but like I bring this canteen with me everywhere and I put on the canteen a sticker and it says, this is it. And it's just simple because like, this is it. This is no plan B. We're, we're good. I got this. This is it. And, you know, we all go through our own experiences and I'm not recommending that you, you do like drugs or psychedelics as a, a means of like self-medicating or helping yourself or whatever it means to you. But for me, it was my own personal journey among the various journeys I've taken that have taught me a lot about myself. And what I learned most is that like, if I need someone, I'm always there. That's it. And That's pretty damn profound though, man. Oh, I, it I, is. But do you, do you think that that can also be a deterrent? Like that you would like not accept help? Like you're like, I got this. There is you know a I mean? dangerous amount of like arrogant independence where I, oh, oh, I don't need you. I got this. But that's like. Uh, ego. Ego. I understand when like, I, I'm not going to sit in a room and talk to myself, at least. No, it, yeah, I know what you mean. But I, just, I, there's, there's well, a lot. I do. Well, I feel like. It, 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 I am going to sit in a room and talk to myself, but I'm also going to sit in a room and talk to you guys. Like, <laughs> no, but, Wait, I, are but you I mean real? it like literally, no, literally, like I will literally sit in the house and talk my, talk to myself, like talk out shit. I will talk all the time. There's, I don't, there's, I don't see anything wrong with that. But you know, if, if it's a productive conversation, fine. But if it's you criticizing yourself, shaming yourself on doing what hard work you've put in thus far, then shut up. Stop talking to yourself. You know, those. Yeah, luckily that's not my talk good, now. Good. But, but I know that is other people's out there. Because a lot of us, when we're when we're left alone in that room, man, dude, I, this is so. Just so we can kind of put a thing about where I'm at, yeah. So you know, I've never, I had never been able to sleep without a radio my whole entire life. Mm. Okay, that only started, that only stopped as I was probably five, six years into my relationship with my ex-wife. Since I've been on my own again, hmm. I have not had to listen to the radio when I go to bed at night. Hmm. I have not had I I can sit in silence. <laughs> I can hmm. I can just that is big for you. I'm just it's hmm. now now I don't know if it's if it's self medicated sleep 
sometimes because sometimes that has been part of it. Um, but I've recently decided to change my relationship to alcohol because I've noticed that it's been doing some stuff to my body that I wasn't prepared for. Hmm. And I, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to admit that I'm actually in a decent place for <laughs> what I'm in. <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's because it's, it's uncomfortable. It's just weird. It's different from what it, you're used to. Yeah, it's just it's just not, and it's it's nice though. There's got to be it's got to be nice. It is. It, it, I guess I don't I don't know. It's I, I've gotten so good at knowing how to live uncomfortably, being uncomfortable. That I guess I'm just I guess I'm just like okay. Well, that's, that's kind of what I was talking about to your thing is like you're go, you're getting so good at relying at your on yourself. Right. Right. I, I guess this is just me and my head is going, there's going to be that one day mm. that you're not going to be, you need somebody. Oh, yeah. And it's, then yeah, that's the like, day that there isn't anybody. I've, so it's I've like, already exposed quite a bit, but I'd like to say another story, if I could, about one of those days. You know, last Saturday at work, I was beyond depressed. I had a hard time even walking. Every step felt more difficult than the last. It was a really tough day, and I didn't know how I was going to, survive it was like one of those days no man kidding. close to the edge was i there you might have been it, it, i didn't show it because you know i wear many masks and i didn't say it because you know giving it a name makes it real so i just god it was one of those days i barely survived and the next day as if you know God himself have come down to earth and reminded me that I have value and I need to be here. I was surrounded by love, family, all sorts of people. It was, it was, a, it was such a redeeming experience that I, I understood that I myself am, I am, I am enough alone, but, <laughs> you know, reach out, just ask for help. That's a good one. Yeah, I wanna I wanna kind of piggyback on that too because I want to add to this. So you just said, you just made a really good point about being self reliant. Yeah, and I and this is what happened to me as a child, and this is what happens to kids who happen to be caretakers when they they grow up. The problem is, is that you're so relying on yourself to take care of yourself when you're young that by the time you get to be a certain age. You've already th you already think that you already know what the answer is because you know you think you know yourself so well. But what I didn't realize was is that I didn't know myself so well. <laughs> it was because the the because as a child when you're taking on those roles, those are actually defense mechanisms. Those right. are coping skills. Right. Those are and they're negative coping skills because kids aren't supposed to be the caretakers. Right. They're not supposed to be the therapist. They're, they're not they supposed create, to be. They create symptoms later on in life. Right. right. And then what happens is. You become, you become, you become me and at our age yeah. and you can't ask for help. Not <laughs> only can you not ask for help, but you can't even ask for what you need. Right. Because what you need, Do you, know what you, you don't need? know what you okay. need. Exactly. Because, because you haven't, exactly. you haven't define been it. able to define it for yourself. You haven't been able to define it for yourself because of your insecure attachment styles and the fact that you have all this baggage that you've brought into the picture yeah. just from doing all these things that may not have even 
matter than that, you. Yeah. <laughs> so, to begin with. so where do you start? I mean, you, you know, where do you start on this road? Because many people are asking that oh. that question. <laughs> many people are asking that question right now. Like they want to know, like, okay, so we've gone through this conditioning and this uh, forming our ideals or our conceptions about relationships early in life and now we understand that we need to start over all right and rip off those old bandages and start addressing these wounds so how how do you start how do you move forward i gotta say i think most people start in a car crash Uh, i i i i I do i think that this is the reason why most life changes don't happen until something happens because most people i hate that will I hate that. I, I me too. Because I hate that. because we don't we don't all have, and I do. I think Tim Tim said something to me recently about inspiration. He said to me that inspiration is what keeps you going. Mm. And and I was saying to him, I don't know if inspiration can keep me going. And he and as I thought about as I thought about that the last few weeks or whatever since we've had that conversation, I was wondering about the in, in inspiration thing. Mm. But it kind of goes along those same lines. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can be inspired to start over. You can be inspired after that car accident right. to really... But I think it really does take something to bring you to your knees mm. in order to really facilitate the the opening. I think you always have openings, but it, if you ignore all those openings, mm. it's going to take that major car crash to set it up to set it up a big hurdle a real big hurdle especially if you know you're getting hurt and oh yeah and life changes and yeah. hurdles are opportunities hurdles, are, hurdles oppor- are opportunities hurdle 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 yeah i agree with pretty much what will said with that it's um you know i think we wait i don't i think in this culture we're just not we don't really know how or know what it means to be proactive, you know, so we wait for that. Yeah, I think we just we just think we know what it means to be proactive. Busy is not proactive. No. Busy is just... Trauma busy is actually usually. Yeah, and busy is just... Big, busy is resistance. Being busy is be, resistance. Yeah. Some t- a lot of times, yeah, distraction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. I mean, I think all of everything what we do is really distractions, whether they're helpful or unhelpful is... You know, we have to figure that out. But you know, some days it's some days it's you know distraction, distraction to each hour that I go. Sure. Yeah, and sometimes distractions save your life. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's the that's the that's the weird thing about life sometimes, because I've I've been very distracted myself in in the last few months. Really, like just distracted. It's really hard to dial it back in, but. Mm. But I've been slowly dialing it back in and getting better at dialing it back in, and it takes me less time to dial it back nice, in. And nice. that's the that's, and that's the true that's the true measure of of whether you've actually integrated what you're doing. You're so. right. I agree. I agree. So that's good to hear. Signs of progress. They're there that's if you right. look for them. Yeah. All right. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying. We are, and man. Good for you, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> What about me? Do I get a good for me? No. Nah. Good for okay. Timmy. <laughs> no, no, we love you, man. You, you make, you're making progress. From the perspective, here yeah, that's at Above right. Ground Podcast. That's right. You guys can always uh, email us at aboveground podcast at gmail. 
with any questions or concerns, show ideas, or, um, you know, just to say thanks. Just to tell us how great we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that wasn't being very facetious either of me. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you for listening again to another week of Above Ground Podcast. We are surging into our fourth year, and uh, dude, this summer's going to be awesome, man. We're going to be some places this year, so come see us wherever you find that we're at, man. And until next week, get well. Be safe. Stay. Stay. Above. Thank you for giving us a listen. New episodes every Wednesday. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can share, rate, review, and even subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Other ways to support the show? Follow us on social media. Share the content. Share our episodes. You can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash above ground pod. For further concerns, show ideas, or just to say hi, you can email us at abovegroundpodcast at gmail. Once again, thank you for listening and supporting mental health. Keep the conversation going and stay above.